This is The Honest Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Witt, a life and relationship coach on a mission to have more honest conversations. This podcast was created to shed an honest light on what it actually takes to achieve your goals and live in the life that you always wanted. We talk about the struggles, we talk about the fears and the challenges, as well as the successes and the great amount of abundance you receive once you start actually owning who you are and living in your truth. In every episode, you'll receive guidance on how to overcome your fears and start living how you want to. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Honest Podcast. This is Brooke Witt, your favorite host, and today I have a very special guest with me, She's a personal chef, future dietitian, and advocate for healing the mind and body through intuitive practices such as yoga, mindfulness, intuitive eating, and so much more. She hopes to share her passion for food with the world and empower her community to nourish the entire self, which is the mind, body, and soul. Everybody welcome Annie Godin. Hi, Brooke. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm great. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, for sure. How are your, how is Christmas? How are the holidays for you? Um, they're good. It was a little different. Um, I didn't see any of my family, so it was kind of weird, but I hung out with my boyfriend's family. So that was just as fun, I guess. Maybe a little more fun. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Are you, Um, where are you located right now? So I live in Phoenix. Okay. Is your family from there? No, I'm, I'm from Ohio. Okay. So my dad lives in Ohio, my sister's in London, and then my mom's about an hour from me. So we're all like very scattered. Yeah. That's cool. Why is your sister in London? That's so, that's so awesome. I know everyone always asks. (laughs) Um, She moved there to study abroad and then now she like opened up her own art studio. So she has like a nonprofit that teaches basically anyone who needs help or like mental health assistance. Like it's pretty much an art therapy nonprofit. So she comes in and like they do pottery. So like have a skill, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's what she's doing. That's really cool. Do you ever go over there and visit? I've never been to London. Yeah, I went once and it was like two years ago and it was the middle of winter. I saw it a blast, but I would love to go back in the summer. Yeah, for sure. That's like roam the streets and like a dress and like always have coffee. Yeah. And like the people in London, their style are so cool. Like they're so cool. Hell yeah. I know. (laughs) That's really sweet. You'll have to take me with you. Okay, I'll take you. (laughs) Okay, cool. We'll do interviews in Europe. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That would be really fun, actually. Are you the oldest or are you youngest? I'm the youngest out out of both of us. Okay. Yeah, I got you. My sister, she's in Romania. Oh, yeah. So it's interesting. We both have siblings that are in a different country. It is so strange, right? You're like, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you because you like live somewhere cool, but it's like, right. I also miss you so much. So yeah. Back, but don't because America like kind of sucks. Yeah, for real. So. Exactly. Would you ever move out of the US? Like, would you ever live in a different country? I would if it was um temporary yeah like I don't think I'd be like I'm moving to Spain permanently 
Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I think I would go for like six months or a year. I don't know. Something where there's like maybe an end date or it's in my control to decide if I want to stay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds fun to me. I want to go to Australia. Oh, I was going to say that if I can move anywhere, that's what I would move to too. But I don't think it'd be permanent. Like you're saying either. Yeah. It'd be like, like a year, I guess how long, but shoot, you never know. You could fall in love with it. And then I know, (laughs) I know a few years ago, I looked up work visas in Australia and Americans can stay for a year and get a part-time job. So I was like, could be a barista at the beach. Like that sounds amazing. (laughs) That's awesome. So how (laughs) long have you been in Arizona then? So I moved here three years ago. Okay. Um, and I lived up in Flagstaff. Okay. So that's like two hours North. Like if you've ever been to Sedona, it's about an hour from Sedona. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where I moved first because the job that I got provided housing and I was like a broke 18 year old. So I was like, cool, I can move across the country and like not pay for anything. I'm going to do that. That's sweet. So So where did, okay. So personal chef, future dietitian, where, which one, and then obviously you do like yoga and stuff too. So which one came first? So this is a perfect segue actually, because, (laughs) um, when I wasn't Okay. Yoga came first, Okay, but food was always there. Yeah. Um, but I, I could go on about how that came to be a little bit. Like before I did any of this, I was really into the outdoors and really nature You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So the job that I got in Arizona was to work in the Grand Canyon. Oh, so cool. Doing like, what? Doing like trail work, basically. What? That's sweet. Yeah. So the job was basically like they put you anywhere in Arizona. It doesn't have to be the Grand Canyon. And then you work at, at like some, some random area. Like it mm-hmm. could be in the middle of nowhere for like eight days. And then you have five days off. Okay. Um, so you're like camping essentially. Yeah. But I got put in the Grand Canyon. And I remember I was really upset because <laughs> I was like, great. There's tourists everywhere. Like I wanted to be secluded. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. um so the first week went by and I was like okay we're done hopefully I never get sent back there and then I got sent back there the second week the third week and the fourth week and I was like okay I'm I'm just gonna be here forever now um and I guess like for the Grand Canyon they want you to they want the same crew every week so that's why you know I kept getting put back there Mm -hmm. but about like three months into the project, I got injured in the canyon. And so that's kind of what led me into yoga on a deeper level is because Mm -hmm. I couldn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of had to totally reevaluate because I I was kind of on the path of thinking that I was going to be like, not a park ranger, but like I thought I was going to be like working in national parks forever. Yeah. Like that was kind of my plan. (laughs) That's cool. So it didn't work out, but that's kind of how yoga came because then I had to like heal. So that's where that that passion comes from. Oh, interesting. That's really cool though. That's so, I've been to the Grand Canyon once and it was the most beautiful that, oh, I I can't even imagine like working by it, seeing it every single day. It was pretty, I mean, it was kind of weird though, because the work was honestly pretty boring because you're like using like a shovel and stuff. Yeah. It's like you know, it, it leaves you with plenty of time for thinking and like dreaming of sure. 
fun things to do. Yeah. But I remember I would like look out and just be mesmerized that I would just kind of zone out for like five, 10 minutes. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So were you, now I'm so intrigued with like this work, then we'll obviously get into yeah. the rest. Ask but, me anything. So when you were, okay, so you were living there, what'd you say? Eight days on, five days off? Yeah. And so you were camping like in tents at the Grand Canyon or what did that look like? Were you yeah, alone so, too? What'd you say? Were you alone? I, I wasn't just alone personally. Okay. If I was, I'd be scared out of my mind. I bet. <laughs> um, no, I had like a crew. So it was like a double crew. So there was about 12 people. Okay. And um, so we all camped at the same site. So every day we would hike to wherever we were working around like 7.30 and then we'd hike out at like 4 or yeah. 4.30 and then we'd go back to our campsite, like make dinner, okay, do whatever we wanted, yeah. go to sleep. Yeah. Have you had you camped before or were you learning how to camp through that job? I feel like I mostly learned how to do everything through that job. I had yeah. done little things in the past, like backpacking trips and stuff, but nothing to that extent where I was like totally, you know, for sure. <laughs> relying on nature to like comfort me. Right. So yeah. Dang. Yeah. I could even, yeah. Imagine. And especially eight days on. So you're literally out there for eight days. You can't go back into town. Like you have I to tried a few times. You I was did? like, can I please go back? <laughs> but it tested me. I feel like it made me stronger. <laughs> for sure. I feel, I mean, majority. Yeah. Yeah. I do normal things, but mm -hmm. you know, I feel like go home. <laughs> so. I feel like majority of people they wouldn't know how to camp like that you know what I mean like camping yeah. I mean in Colorado it's huge I feel like California it is I mean there's areas that you know people know how to camp but shit after eight I wouldn't even know what to do or even pack for eight days yeah I I definitely I feel like I was the weakest one on the crew when it came to how much I enjoyed it mm-hmm I feel like everyone was like super, super into it. And I was just kind of like enjoying the nature aspect to not yeah. the actual work of it. Mm -hmm. Like I just wanted to be in my tent and like journal and stuff. <laughs> and then they were like, you have to go to work. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like when I go on a nature walk and journal and they're like trying to make me hike deep into the canyon. I mean, it was a good time, but if it's not fully aligned, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Enough. I feel you for sure. Yeah. So you got injured. Do you mind sharing what happened? Yeah, no. Um, so I was hiking out one day and it's, you, you'll probably relate to this. Like if you feel like you write something down, like it almost becomes true. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That morning I wrote in my journal, like I've got to get out of here. I hate this place. Like I was just going a little crazy. Yeah. I was like, I just want to get out of here. Like, I feel like no one actually appreciates like this place because everyone's like throwing water bottles everywhere. And like, I don't know. I was just like being really angsty, but yeah. I also felt like I was also not respecting it too. Cause I was like, I don't know. Yeah. So we were hiking out and this day particularly, I remember I woke up and I told my, told my crew leader that some, something felt right and I didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. And I obviously still had to go. And so I was hiking out and I listened to um, Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon and Garfunkel. Like I was in a <laughs> mood. <laughs> and 
we hiked out early that day because it was raining, mm-hmm. which was uncommon. Like it just, that hadn't happened the whole time. And I mean, the la- the last thing I remember is hiking up and listening to that song. And then basically what happened is a rock hit, fell down and hit my head. What? Yeah, I know. I Wait, know. how big of a rock? Um, well, they ended up finding the exact rock and it was like the size of a football. Oh, shit. And it, I know. And it just hit me perfectly that it just like scraped the back of my head. Like they said, if it would have hit any differently, like it would have been bad. I mean, it was already pretty bad. So, what? so I, I obviously fell. I know most people laugh. I, I even laughed about it. I was like, oh my God. Damn. Um, so it hit the back of my head and then I fell and broke eight ribs because I fell so hard. Yeah. And then like broke my scapula, scapula and then like another bone. So I had like 10 broken bones and my head was like broken. So it was really like bad. <laughs> you didn't write that in your journal. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm never writing down anything again. <laughs> No, so then I got to leave. I mean, I like got what I asked for. Right. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Especially like it never usually rains. So then it rains and then a freak accident, the rock hits you. It could have hit you differently. Thank God it didn't because who knows what would have happened. It was so crazy too because there was somebody on my crew named Angel And he spoke French randomly and a French nurse was like hiking up at the same time. And so this dude was like speaking French to me, like once I woke up and I was like, I can't understand you. Like I was speaking, you know, because I was so confused. I was like, I literally have no idea what you're saying. Like I was kind of getting like (laughs) mad. Yeah. (laughs) And then this, this guy on my crew was like translating and then like, you know, obviously people came to help me, but yeah, it was just like everything aligned for me to be okay. Yeah. Even though it was like m- really messed up. So then I, after that, then I was like bedridden for like, I mean, I, it should have been longer, but I'm very go, go, go. So yeah. I got up sooner than I should have. But that's when I really got into yoga. So mm-hmm. I always, I feel like that was a really pivotal point in my story. For sure. Because it like totally shifted how I viewed like self-care and wellness because before that I was just kind of thinking I could do anything Mm -hmm. and I'd be fine. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I could take any risk, do anything, like do anything with anybody and I would still be fine. I don't know where that confidence comes from, but it's not necessarily true. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's like you don't realize and then you get put down for a few weeks or how, I don't know how long your recovery was, but then you realize like, oh shit, I should really take this more serious. That was how I was right. when I got my concussion. You know, I was, yeah. you know, you think you're healthy, you know, yeah. you're doing what you should be. I knew I should have been a little more healthy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. t- tighten it up a little bit more Then I had a concussion yep. in my head. And I was like, oh wow, I really need to take this more serious. When I heard your story about the concussion, it really reminded me of my own because I was like totally taking myself for granted right like my health you know yeah it's just crazy so it is it really is so were you um into yoga before that had you had like doing yoga before or did you just like you got hurt and you're like oh yoga seems like a good idea um yeah I was into it before in high school 
I grew up in like a really small town. So yoga like wasn't really, you know, there's not a bunch of yoga studios. Right. Like there is out West. Um, Mm -hmm. So I did start doing yoga in my room. Okay. And I was more intrigued on like the spiritual side of it and like the history and like just like philosophy. Um, So I I remember spending like so many nights just watching documentaries and stuff because that's always interested me. And then it kind of led to me doing the actual like physical practice. Okay. Um, Yeah. But then once the injury happened, then I was like, I can't do anything. I'm going to have to do something. And that really helped mentally Mm -hmm. to like kind of process what was going on. Like yoga is so therapeutic, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I realized like, damn, this, this practice is going to change my life if I like keep doing it because it's keeping me sane. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Okay. That's crazy. So then (laughs) you got out of it. So when you were writing that in your journal that morning, like you need to get out of this place, you need to be doing something different. Were you thinking of any other job? Like, did you have something else in mind or you're just kind of like, I just know that I want to get out of here. You know, at that age, I feel like I, I was like 19. Okay. Um, I knew that I wanted to do something more by myself and not so much where somebody like I've, I've known, I always want to do something on my own, Mm -hmm. not in like, you know, not where there's a boss. Yeah. I I have trouble. (laughs) Sometimes I wish I didn't (laughs) because it would be so much easier. I feel, um, I just knew that I wanted to feel more centered Mm -hmm. And that I needed to find something that would do that. So I didn't really have a clear idea. I just knew that Mm. this wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. And at 19, like, that's pretty incredible that you're already thinking that way. Like, I don't want to boss, you know, you want to work on your own. You want to be more centered. You were looking into yoga and like the spirituality behind it at that age. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty incredible. I think. Thank you. Absolutely. I think it came from like growing up in a boring place. Yeah. And also having like a really open-minded older sister oh, who like okay. kind of her ideas and philosophies like kind of bled down into my life. Yeah. So I feel like I always thank her because I feel like without her, I would have been like not as open-minded. Yeah. You is know? your, is that's so interesting because yeah, you are the youngest. So you're looking up to her because she helped yeah that's so Mm -hmm. interesting because I'm the oldest so I obviously didn't have anybody to do that but I'm leading Mm -hmm. the way for my sisters that's so interesting yeah Yeah. (laughs) think about it that way um so did you was your family were they religious in any way were they open-minded other than your sister so we grew up Christian okay um I don't practice any religion to this day neither does my sister um Kind of when we were like eight, well, I was eight. She was like 13 or something. Okay. We were both like, maybe it was a little older than that. She was probably 15. It doesn't matter. She was like, I don't want to go to church anymore. And I was like, cool. I don't really either. And then my parents just like, we kind of just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of went on and off, but um, it was never, it was, it was like a foundation when we were really young, but right. it never stuck. Yeah. I feel that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. My family, I was raised Catholic. So we, and my mom is still practicing. My sister converted to 
non-denominational so i think she's more christian that's the Um, kind of church we went to yeah so we went to catholic school literally my whole life from preschool yeah till the end of high school and then i went to college and it wasn't a catholic college but that's i was catholic i know yeah oh my god i've heard (laughs) horror stories (laughs) I'm like, I know, don't get me girls started. girls who have okay? gone to Catholic school their whole life. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God, bro. I know. And now my little sister, who's 14, she goes to a public high school, which I'm so thankful she does, yes. you know, because I think public God. school, there's more diversity, more culture. You can kind of learn different. Like, oh, yeah. my Catholic school, and it's in Nebraska too. So you can only imagine can what only that imagine. was. Yeah, exactly. It was so I sheltered. Can see it now. Yeah, for sure. I like the uniforms because I didn't have to wear, I didn't have to worry about what I looked like, but that's the only part I liked. (laughs) Yes, totally. Oh my God. I went to a private school for like three months. It was like a private Baptist school or something. And it was, it was not fun. It was so weird. Mm -hmm. No offense to like, not saying like that religion is weird, but like, I remember having to like, just do certain things and I didn't get why no one could tell me why Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah yeah. it is I know and like now she had like she's in public school she had like in Catholic school the amount of rules that you have like you can't wear makeup can't have nail polish can't chew gum can't have your phone have to have like certain it's just insane and I don't know yeah that's insane (laughs) it is insane but sorry to your past self I know, but I, you grew from I, it. yeah, so when I got out of high school, went to college, I wasn't, I never really knew much about spirituality, meditation, any of that kind of mindfulness, any of that yeah. until I had a boyfriend in, I think I was a sophomore. Um, he kind of showed me that. And then I really tapped into like spirituality and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then realized I don't want to be Catholic. I don't want to associate just for my own purposes. So I told my family, I was like, I, I just don't, I don't relate. I can't relate to it. It just, right. you know, in my soul, I just, it just doesn't make sense to me. And my mom kind of got a little sad. She was like, what did I do wrong? I was like, it's not your fault. It's yeah. just, I don't believe it. I just mm-hmm. can't, you know, and it's, everyone's different, which is fine. Totally. Me, I just can't do it. Yeah. I think parents think that they must have done something wrong. Right. And it's just not the case. It's just that truly everybody's different. Exactly. For sure. Even parents and kids, it's like, you know, your parents want you to be a certain way, but once you grow up, like if I don't want to be that way, I don't have to be. It's my choice now. Oh yeah. We're, we're all totally separate, even though you came from them. Mm -hmm. It's sometimes hard to forget that too, because you can get so caught up in like things that happened to you as a child or like, you know what I mean? But you yeah. are s- separate and you can create your own, your completely own thing. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so do you relate? So you s- talked about spirituality and I didn't mean to like start talking about religion, but I'm a little no, curious. So do you, I've, there's this book called Spirituality Without Religion and it really opened up my eyes just about, I mean, I already know what I believe, what religions are. I'm not going to mm-hmm. get into that. Um, but it is interesting. So do you practice any different religion or is spirituality just something that you're, um, I don't know what to say. Doing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't practice any religion. I 
I would consider myself like really mindful. Yeah. Um, I do things Same. every day that like help me in life. Um, like some people pray, I feel like I meditate or, you know, some people like go to church. I like do a yoga class or, yeah. or, you know, I, I spend time alone with myself to figure out what I need to do and like how I'm feeling. So I feel like my, my thing is just having a close relationship with who I am. Yeah. Um, cause that keeps me centered and aligned. Mm hmm. And I feel like that's been more helpful than any religion for sure. because um, it's just me and myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Cause at the beginning, like for a minute, I thought, you know, spirituality only connected to Buddhism, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause it kind I of, you know, right. Some yeah. people, they see that. And I, for a while, I thought that was kind of the same thing. So I was yep. looking into Buddhism, but for me, I don't really need like this one thing to, worship or pray to or whatever yeah. it's just kind of more like you're saying it's just i'm worried about me being a good human practicing that kind of stuff being a good book, human that's yeah it. Exactly. yeah that's what i'm worried about here i'm just trying to be a good person right for sure and that book the spirituality without religion it even talks about buddhism and like kind of says it's kind of similar obviously it's a religion right it's mm -hmm. you know so spirituality doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a religious th thing and I right. don't think it really is so I'm curious what you think because it's like I'm trying to teach people about mindfulness also mm -hmm. about meditation about you know just being a good human and just because spirituality I talk about that doesn't mean that's a religion I'm not trying to convert you whatever it's mm -hmm. just it's just kind of a way of life you yeah know it's I mean? like your lifestyle so, right for sure it's like Have being you ever, mindful yeah yeah absolutely it sounds almost too simple right you're like yeah. my lifestyle is mindfulness like shouldn't everyone's be it, like uh, yeah a little confusing at first because you're like wait like shouldn't everyone be being mindful but that's just like not the way of the world <laughs> uh -uh. no do you think it's moving that way what do you think about mindfulness meditation yoga in the world now like what do you think I definitely think it's becoming more normal. I For think sure. you could have asked me five years ago and people would have been like hippies everywhere, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like if you meditate or do yoga, you're a hippie, but I don't yep. think that's the case anymore. You know, you have people from all walks of life doing these practices, yeah. which I think is great. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think, I think it's opening up and I think that's good. And I think we kind of had to realize that this year too. People are yeah. starting to look for anything to make themselves feel better. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like these practices probably even became more prominent this year than in a really long time. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like it's probably just all the people that I follow, but I just feel yeah, like I my know, whole right? feed is just all self-care, self-love, mindfulness, yoga, meditation. It's so funny you say that because I'm like talking to my boyfriend. I'm like, everybody is like doing these things yes. like what? Like, I mean, everyone, I guess, in that I, like, in my circle, you know? Yeah. It's really, like, what you put in your circle. That is true. I know. That's the one thing, too. I, like, look around. I'm like, damn, everyone's either a coach or doing something similar like me in my on my Instagram. But then mm -hmm. I, like you're saying, I realize, oh, I'm only following 3,000 people. So that's really only 3,000 people. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's my circle. It can definitely give you, like, like – a delusion almost for sure uh, like instagram and like what you're seeing 
because it is so prominent in your vision all the time. But then you ask somebody really close to you who you have so many connections with, like, hey, did you hear about this thing? And they're like, no, I, I never hear about that ever. Yeah. And it's just because we're all getting different information. But I almost think, you know, sometimes I'd like to get a completely new, um, I don't even know, like, <laughs> just like see new things that aren't related to me at all. Yeah. I agree for sure. Cause even like, I'll be like, dang, everyone's doing something similar or I can't find any other, Mm -hmm. anybody I can, but I think like, oh, there's no one out there that's going to want something like this. So everyone is already into mindfulness, Yeah, but it is, it's like, no, there isn't. Then I have to check myself and be like, no, there's so many people out there that. Oh yeah. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Um, and I was just so amazed because this guy was going on and on about like the success that he's had in his life. It's like one of Tony Robbins friends. I forget his name exactly. Um, But I was just like listening and I was amazed because he does something that so many other people do, but people still love it. You know, kind of like what you're just saying, like humans are so amazing. I don't think we give ourselves enough credit. Like Mm -mm. every single human has so much potential. Like, of course, everybody's so cool. Right. And like doing all these things. Like we're just cool. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. we are. It is true. I know. It's and that's weird to think about. <laughs> right. And it doesn't, and I feel like sometimes I pigeonhole myself, like mm-hmm. just saying that it's like, it doesn't have to be just the U S because I've helped people true. from around the world. Like one lady was from Portugal. Another one was in England. Another mm-hmm. one was in a different country. Like it doesn't, doesn't have to be, that's the beauty of social media. It doesn't have right. to be all just the u.s you can help anybody in the oh, world yeah. around the world yeah and there's what so eight cool. billion people i know like don't <laughs> don't put yourself in a little box right? no yeah absolutely so then the mindfulness because i'm a huge believer of mindfulness i love it i have like when i first started this journey i bought like so many books on like mm-hmm. beginners mindfulness like how to be more <laughs> mindful like all this stuff and so that's just how i live every day but how would you because obviously that's you're an advocate for it so how would you how do you even explain it to people say nobody knows what mindfulness is they're like what the hell yeah how would you even describe it to somebody yeah i would say like it's it's essentially almost like observing the way you want your life to look on a day-to-day basis, like on a, on a moment to moment basis. Yep. So that's kind of how I think about food as well and how I incorporate mindfulness into food is like, Mm -hmm. you know, you ask yourself questions, you know, before you just do something, you know, you're like, will this bring me to my goal? Like, will this help me in life? You know? And if, if it doesn't align, then you just don't do it, you know? Yeah. So I think it's just having like an intentional way of living. So not just going through the motions, you know? For sure. Yeah. That's a hundred percent how I would describe it too. It's just more being in the present moment rather than living your life on go, 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 because shit, you can go through every day. Then a year later, you're like, whoa, where did I, you know, where'd that year go? It's like, Mm -hmm. you weren't awake. You were sleeping the whole time, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's just being more awake and alive and being in every moment and just, you know, just 
looking even around when you're doing stuff and realizing, you know, how am I feeling in this moment? What am I doing? You know, yeah. what are other people doing? Is you Truly. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. So now I'm curious about the, so like the eating and I I've tried that, that, that trick before, um, mm-hmm. is this, cause I used to be a personal trainer in college and I think I've used that with other clients. I'm like, mm-hmm. ask yourself before you eat, is this going to get me to my end goal? So mm-hmm. would that be, is that like rule number one you'd say in that, or what would you, um, you know, I, and by goal, I don't mean like a physical goal. Okay. Um, obviously, if you're like trying to look a certain way, like if you're if you have like a weight goal, then yeah, that's something you could ask yourself. But I'm not worried about that. So I guess I just mean like I feel more connected to the food I eat on like not on the way it's going to make me look, but how is it's going to make me feel? Okay. Like I know certain foods are going to make me feel maybe sluggish or yeah. tired. You know, they might be yeah. really delicious, but maybe that day I need to do a lot of things, you know? Yeah. So I'll be like, is this going to help me? Okay, probably not. I'm going to eat something healthier. You know what I mean? Right, for sure. So it, that's kind of how I try to view it. You know, it doesn't always work because I'm cooking like constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but I try. And, and that's even being mindful right there is looking and paying attention to which food makes you more energized and what food doesn't. You know what I mean? Because right. sometimes people will just go all day. Do you believe in, do you do food diaries? You know, I don't do food diaries. I've done them for school. Um, I don't enjoy them yeah. personally because, I mean, I think I've done them a few times to see like what food makes me feel best. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I don't want to think so deeply like uh, about what I'm eating on like to track it. Yeah. I feel like when I have done that, it almost becomes restrictive. For sure. Um, and that makes food not fun. Yeah. You know, because then mm-hmm. you have a list, for me at least, you know, people can do it and be totally fine. Yeah. But I feel like if I've written like lists down, sometimes, you know, lists are great, but I feel like if I'm making a list of like the foods I've eaten, mm-hmm. you know, it could make me not feel great. And that's like unnecessary. Yeah. You know, it's just like an unnecessary negative emotion that Mm -hmm. I don't want. For sure. Definitely. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense for sure. So then what if somebody was like new to all this though and doesn't know what makes them feel good or not Mm -hmm. feel good? What would you like? Because I don't, I mean, how many, what percentage of people do you think actually does intuitive eating? Oh God. Um, Probably a very... (laughs) low number I'm sure (laughs) yeah probably a very low number um yeah I have no idea and you know I wouldn't say that I don't know I just eat when I'm hungry you know and I eat what tastes good I I guess that's what intuitive eating is I'm not an expert yeah um but I I hope that's what everybody can do is just enjoy the food they eat when they eat it Mm -hmm. so which I feel like is another mindfulness thing and I feel like one thing in life that the ego gets in the way of a lot is food yeah, and how you look. Mm. And so just understanding that you can eat food and you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. it's just like, it can nourish your body, which is something that I really want to get across, you know, Mm -hmm. and like you can make your plate beautiful and then you feel connected to what you're eating. And then you probably will notice your body starts to feel better and 
you probably will look better because you're like healing yourself from the inside. For sure. Not trying to look a certain way for your ego to be satisfied, you know? Definitely. Absolutely. So say somebody's eating, I'm just throwing this out there. Say they're eating brownies and you know, you mentioned as long as they enjoy what they're eating, say they're eating these brownies and they're like, okay, well, I'm just going to enjoy this. Yeah. Would that be fine? Oh yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. (laughs) So it doesn't really matter what you eat as long as you're appreciative of it. That's all. That's all I feel. I mean, at the same time though, I try to eat like a balanced, right. A balanced meal. I'm not saying you should eat brownies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you're like, hell yeah. I love, I love this. I'm so happy. Yeah. You probably aren't going to be happy the next day, but if you are, I mean, okay, but right. That's good for you. But you know what I mean? You should still be eating like healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, you can treat yourself and do whatever you want. I, which I think people get confused by because I eat vegan. So people oftentimes think that I'm saying like, eat whatever you want, but then I'm like, I'm vegan, you know, Mm -hmm. but I feel like you don't have to let a food label like vegan restrict you. Right. Which I feel like has a stigma around it. Mm -hmm. If you feel restricted while you're eating that way, then it's probably not the way you should be eating, Mm. you know? So everybody's different. Everybody has a different way they like to eat and there's no judgment Mm -hmm. from me. Um, you just find what works for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think as long as you're, you're eating plants, you're like a part of the solution. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Solution. What's the solution? Like solution for like the environment and for like animal ethics. Yeah. Obviously I don't want to support like slaughterhouses and like factory farming. Yeah. So if you're like eating more plants than not, you're, you're helping that issue, which I feel is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. How long have you been vegan? So I went, well, okay. I went vegetarian when I was 13. Okay. And then I did vegan on and off throughout it, but I didn't know why I was doing it, uh-huh. which I think is like what a lot of people do. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't stick. Oh. You know? Yeah. Like if you don't know why you're like being a health coach or like why why you're being a anything, then you yeah. probably won't keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then six months ago, I went vegan again. Okay. Yeah. Thirteen though, you went you went vegetarian. What yeah. made you at thirteen want to go vegetarian? So my sister again, thank you, sister. <laughs> she went vegetarian, and I just told her I would try it with her. Yeah. I didn't really ever like, like meat anyway. It's just mm-hmm. like, I didn't really like it. You know, it might've been cause my mom's not like the best cook, <laughs> but I just Sorry, also mom. like didn't like it. Yeah. Um, so then it just stuck after that. And my parents learned to adapt. Okay. They were like, okay, both of our daughters, like, you know, don't eat meat anymore. I think they were a little confused, mm-hmm. but they got over it. Are they vegetarian or vegan now, your parents? No. No. No, not at all. Yeah, I feel that. My yeah. sister my sister and I went pescatarian for a minute, and then she went vegetarian, and my dad's a cattle farmer. Sorry to yeah, tell you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> what are you doing? 
I know he was like, both of my daughters don't even eat me. He's like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, what did I do wrong? Exactly. That's probably like what he was thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We try to get him to eat like a Beyond Burger or something like that. And he's like, absolutely not. He won't even try. (laughs) That's funny. You know, the substitutions that they have now are pretty good. Like, yeah. I wonder if you would even re- recognize. I know. I should just try it. I need you to go try buy it, some and be like, yeah, I totally <laughs> should. You need to try it while you're there. I totally will because okay. I, it, they're, Beyond Burgers are good. I think they're delicious. They're good. Yeah. And it looks like a real hamburger. Like, yeah. I know. There's no problem for me. I'm like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> delicious. I know. It's so good. So you... Um, it, you're mentioned future dietitian. So are you in school? Are you in training? What does that yeah. look like? Yeah, I'm in school right now um, for dietetics. Okay. I don't plan on like working in a hospital. Yeah. Like that's really all the that can do for me really. Okay. But I'm going so I can like learn more about it. And so yeah. I can hopefully have like a private practice someday. Yeah. Like I said, I don't want to work under anybody for sure so yeah I'm in school right now studying that and it's really interesting so far I mean I I love learning about it so it's it doesn't feel like school right um I do wish that it was a bit more holistic approach so that's been an issue Mm -hmm. um but I, I mean I do a lot of research on my own for that yeah but a lot of the information is definitely outdated Mm. And they need to update that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like old nutrition information. Like it changes uh, every year. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. So, what would be more holistic to you? Like what would you be looking for in that aspect? Um, Like I wish that they would talk about kind of what I was t- telling you about. Like I wish they would talk about um, how you grow your own food or mm. or how food makes you feel or how food affects your mind and your your body. Like, I wish they would kind of talk more about that rather than yeah. like, an apple has 90 calories and like, it's, it's this and this like, okay. Right. You know, for me, I, I don't really, I relate more to the holistic side more than like the sciencey Same. side, mm-hmm. but like, that's what I like more. So yeah, I've, I've, I've heard, seen and heard of some programs that are holistic, mm-hmm. but you know, I want the, I guess I want like the degree in it rather yeah. than just the certificate. Mm-hmm. So how many I'm years complete it like at all? Yeah. How many years do you have left? How long does I it take? Three. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Oh, okay. <laughs> like no two, <laughs> not three. <laughs> it takes, okay. Is it like a four year degree? Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. That's exciting though. Yeah. It's just like another thing in my life that adds something, you know, especially this year since there's not like that much going on, you know, Mm -hmm. and you can really, I'm sure like the way your mind works, you're always thinking of new projects and different things. So I'm like doing all these projects about like what I want and then I'm like doing school. So I'm like, I'm on break right now and it's actually so nice. Like, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. Yeah. I'm always trying to either like learn something i'm gonna trying to get a new certificate i want to go back to school too like i totally feel you like learning is something that i really really enjoy especially yeah me too i like yeah learn about it all day every day i know and if it yeah if it's something you really care about why not yeah yeah that's why i waited till now right i'm like 
23. I feel like most people are graduating from college now, Mm -hmm. but I was like doing other things, you know? Yeah. Figure out what I wanted to do. So, which is so smart. So you didn't go to school right after high school. You did Mm -hmm. the Grand Canyon job and then. First I went to Maui. Okay. And worked on like a uh farm sweet where they taught you how to like grow your own food oh cool so i did that right after high school um and that kind i mean it, that's kind of i mean it's, it's food's always been important but that's like kind of where it really started to blossom yeah is like learning about that and being in an environment where health was so important uh-huh. but then i came back to ohio and then i was like oh god <laughs> so, and then i went so to different. then i went to arizona okay yeah. Okay. That's, and I, that's so cool that you did that and you took that time. You know what I mean? Cause society wants you to go from high school to college and you're yeah. supposed to know what you want at 19, 18, 19, what you're supposed to major in. Yeah. Like I, did I had my no major. idea. I know. And that's the thing. My sister, she graduated. Now she's playing overseas volleyball. So she's taking a year off because mm. she's like trying to figure out, well, Obviously, volleyball is her passion, but she's trying to figure out what's next, which Mm -hmm. I think is great. I wish I would have taken a year off in between or two, however long, because I got my degree in hospitality management. I'm not using that. I never, I probably never will. Right. None of my jobs have been even close to what my degree was. You know what I mean? Like, I think you and everybody else, like I know so many people who say the exact same thing. Right. It's stressful though, because you have so much pressure yeah for sure like I I remember walking into the guidance counselor being like because I was a year I took a year and I was undecided and then I was like Mm -hmm. I needed to figure out what I'm gonna do I was like I know I want to help people and then we came up with event planning I don't know how the hell we thought event planning (laughs) equals helping it does but for sure yeah but not on the level that you (laughs) know exactly right but I mean I mean, look at where I am now, you know, clearly everything lined up, which is great, but I'm like, damn, I really wish I would have known this then. Sooner. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm glad I took the time. Yeah. I am because I mean, I I had, I had a great time. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I made a lot of mistakes in that time period. And I feel like, you know, I was so young. I mean, I'm not old now, but I feel like I was so naive about the world and everything. So like while you're traveling alone and stuff, you're just like open to receiving anything. And so I think when you're like that and you're traveling, you can make mistakes and like Mm -hmm. get into some trouble and like feel confused and you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm glad that I have that to look back on because I do feel like it helped me like figure out what I want. For sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you've lived in like different places. So that obviously make forces you you to grow and be independent oh, yeah. even on your own. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love that. That's really yeah. cool. So you okay, so future dietitian, that's exciting. So have you always liked to cook? Like was cooking because you're a personal chef. So did you always like to cook or was when did when did like the cooking come in? For sure. I've always loved to cook. Um, When I was like five, I told my mom to like make me a cooking show. And so I would like, (laughs) I would like get like a full meal that she had already like 
cooked and I would pretend I would be like I would get all, all the ingredients and I would be like it's gonna be ready in five minutes and then I would pull like the finished product out of the oven and be like ta-da and like I wouldn't cook anything <laughs> I was like five yeah um but ever since I was really young I always loved like doing things in the kitchen and it really started once I went vegetarian though because my parents didn't cook for me as much okay and so and if they did, it didn't taste very good because yeah. they didn't know how to season anything. Right. So that's really when it came came into my life. So I started cooking a lot for myself and mm-hmm. realized I really enjoyed it and just like would go grocery shopping for myself. And my parents would totally like do that for me for me yeah. because I was a kid, you know? Right. But once I got my license and stuff, I enjoyed that whole process uh-huh. of yeah. just like it's like instant gratification almost. Mm-hmm. You you cook it. You're like focused while you're doing it, which I feel like I really need in my life because yeah. I'm kind of like scatterbrained a little <laughs> bit. Like I'll be talking about one thing and then be like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> something else. Um, so oftentimes when I'm cooking, I don't even listen to music or anything. It's just like I'm focused finally, yeah. like for mm-hmm. once. So that's what, probably one reason I like it so much. That's really cool. We, yeah, I agree for sure. When we, I, I've always, I'm not like a huge chef. I'm getting like way more into it now because I don't have any roommates. It's just me and my boyfriend now. Right. So I have a full kitchen to myself, which is so fantastic. Nice. I got new pots and pans for Christmas. So I oh my can't God, wait. Yes. <laughs> You're going to have to send me a lot of recipes. Ever. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So did you okay so you have always loved cooking i think that's awesome how did you because i've always thought like i want to I've, I've recently found myself not enjoying meat that much anymore mm-hmm. i have a hard time eating eggs now i don't know why i can't it, they make me want to throw up for some reason <laughs> i don't know what it is so Girl, i feel you <laughs> yeah so i think that i'm moving in that direction but yeah. i always because i work out and I lift weights mm-hmm. and I like that because it's just something that I enjoy. Right. I've, I always never know like how do I be vegetarian but also make sure I'm eating enough protein. So how in high school did you even know what to cook? Like were you looking for sure? To be, like, to be honest with you, in high school, I didn't really have like the best relationship with food. Okay. So I didn't really like care yeah. if I was getting enough of anything. Yeah. You know, nobody was making sure that I was either. Right. They had never seen anyone cook vegetarian. Yeah. Um, so in high school, it's like, I didn't know about nutrients and I felt like shit. Yeah. So once I got a little bit older and got more into mindfulness, because in, mm-hmm. in high school, I was into that kind of stuff, but I, I wasn't necessarily applying all of it to myself. Right. You know, I was still, Mm -hmm. like, being kind of reckless and, like, not caring about, like, my health. For sure. Exactly. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So, once I – once the accident, I really did start to value, like, making sure I'm going to heal. So, making sure I'm getting the proper nutrients and stuff. So, I learned how to do that um, through a lot of videos and books. Mm -hmm. But, you know, everybody's different. So, it's important – to like see a dietitian if you're gonna do something like mm-hmm. change your whole lifestyle like if For you sure. really have no idea about food but I feel like you know yeah like you're kind of more in that realm already mm-hmm. 
Um, I would just like do research on like requirements and stuff that you need. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people want to get protein, but don't like want to eat soy, mm-hmm. like a bunch of soy. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of different options. You know, you don't have to eat tofu all mm-hmm. the time. I feel like even with, with any diet, I think balance is key. Yeah. Like you don't want to eat tofu 10 times, you know, two times a day. For sure. You know, just like you don't want to eat like two steaks, like one in the morning and one at night. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. And I I remember doing when we were pescatarian, I think it was when I was like a year out of college. I was living in Kansas City at the time. I was living alone. I was doing pescatarian and I was working at a restaurant. It was a barbecue restaurant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I wasn't eating the meat, but I realized... I don't know if you hear this often, but I realized like being vegetarian to me almost, I was eating more unhealthy because I wasn't getting the proper nutrients. I was like, oh, I can eat. I was like eating mac and cheese. I was eating French fries. I was eating, you know, things that didn't have meat in it, but it wasn't that healthy. I just caught myself just eating way more unhealthy because I just didn't know or wasn't really taking the time to learn and actually like cook. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people go through that, especially like if you don't know why you're doing it. So I feel like a lot of people go vegan because it's trendy, but not because they have like a personal connection to it. Right. So like you, if you're not really connected to it, you might not do the research to make sure you're going to be okay. You know, kind of wing it and then it probably won't stick. Mm -hmm. So one thing I like to do is like, understanding my plate so like I want to have a grain I want to have a protein I want to have some vegetables you know Mm. I want to make sure that like my plate's balanced so yeah you could do that like wherever your meat is replace it with like a protein Mm -hmm. instead so then you're not just eating like straight up carbs I feel like that's all I did in the beginning was just eat like carbs right and then you feel sluggish and you're like wait I thought this was supposed to make me feel like healthy I feel gross yeah you know Mm mm-hmm so there's a right way to do it. Mm-hmm. It just takes a little bit of trial and error. For sure. Yeah. I mean, which is anything. It's just, yeah. And if I, I love that you're saying like, you have to kind of know the reason you're doing it, which I, is why I like that you're saying that. Yeah. You know, it's, you don't have to do it because everybody else is. It's not just because it's a trend. It's like, if you actually If you want to do, do it. Yeah. Like you don't have to. Yeah. And I feel like there's um. There is like a stigma around it. Like mm-hmm. if you're not vegan, you're a shitty person. And like that's just not the case. Yeah. Like everyone I know pretty much like isn't vegan. <laughs> you know, like and I love everyone. Right. I think everybody is on their own journey with food. For sure. And wherever they're at is fine. I think as long as you're eating more plants and you're you're doing good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's yeah. a quote that I really like. It's like, we don't need a world of perfect vegans like we need a world of imperfect like eaters basically Mm. is what it says like yeah like you don't have to be perfect and Mm -hmm. and there's not a perfect way of eating right so yeah so if the people even the people that are eating meat I guess the number one thing is just make sure they're eating more vegetables that's how they do that I mean I can't convert anybody to go vegan yeah you know what I mean for sure you have to want to do it yeah. I think you should eat more vegetables. Yeah. Um, I sound like the annoying parent. I'm like, not at all. <laughs> <little> Susie. <laughs> no. 
but what I are, that you should eat more vegetables, you know, and just be aware of where it comes from, mm-hmm. you know, that's like, that's one of the biggest reasons I went vegan is just because I knew that I wasn't going to get my meat from like a local farmer and I wasn't eating meat anyway, but like cheese and stuff. I knew that yeah. I wasn't, you know, I live in Phoenix. I'm sure there are farms, but I kind of just knew that I wouldn't put that effort in to like mm. do that. Yeah. So I didn't want to like go to the Walmart and buy like cheddar. Yeah. Cause like where it came from was like a, a slaughterhouse or like a factory farm. And so that, that to me was like enough for me to be like, all right, if I don't have the in- intention enough to like know the source of this, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. And maybe that's me being like, I like to know where things come from. So when, I feel like once you see something, it's like yeah. really hard to, to unsee it. <laughs> you what did what you see mean? something that you didn't like? Yeah. What was it? Just like so many um like documentaries and like footage of like factory farms you know it's gnarly Mm -hmm. it is it's gnarly (laughs) it is it's it's the reality it's so sad i know i don't know what documentary i watch but yeah oh i know about it i'm not there's like this one scene that i have in my mind it was like the people were treating, I think it was pigs, just really poorly and just oh, kicking yeah. them and shoving them and like it's awful. Oh, it is really bad. I know. But that's that's there it is. It's a mindfulness. It's right. Okay, it's picking up the package and being like, okay, where does this come from? Yeah. And like, do do I want my dollar to support yeah what you saw in that video? For right. me, the answer was no. For other people, they don't Other care. can disconnect, you know? So that's why I'm saying, like, you have to know why. Like, some people do it for health. Some people do it, do it to help the environment. Yeah. And some people do it for animal ethics. Like, there's so many different reasons. Yeah, that's true. There's not a right reason to it. You know, I think it's a little bit of all three. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's complex, but it's also so simple at the same time for me. For sure. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I know it's like, why wouldn't people care about that? But some people just don't or they don't think about it. Yeah. It's easy to disconnect from something when you're not the one doing the action. For sure. Or seeing it ever. Or you seeing know. it ever. Exactly. Or saying you don't, you don't want to see it or whatever. Yeah. So that, that's hmm. kind of why I'm like, I'm not trying to turn anyone vegan. I'm just going to cook for people, like cook vegan food for my clients. Yeah. Like, Few of my clients aren't even vegan. I was gonna ask that. Yeah, they just want to eat vegan like for their lunches at work. Okay. Or like for their dinners. So I'm happy to be a part of that, you know? Yeah. So like people I think a lot of people are moving in that direction. For sure. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. a good thing. I agree. I just got chills. That is a very good yeah, thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> it really is. Absolutely. So yeah. when you, so, okay. So do the people that are your clients, um, for your, as a chef, do they know you're vegan? Has anyone ever been like, I want you to cook me meat? Um, no, but I, I have had like requests for like cheese and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had 
you know, before I was vegan, like I know what cheese tastes like and I know that it tastes really good. Like I'm yeah. aware, <laughs> like I know, Yeah. <laughs> but the, the point of like me being a vegan chef is to like make you see that the food tastes just as good right? without it. For sure. You know, so I just won't do it. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So they know you're a vegan chef. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like, I'm watching all these cooking shows all the time and I'm like, man, like I want to go on one of these shows, but like, I don't know what I would do. Well, you'd be the only vegan one. There's no vegan cooking shows. So I'm like, how would I not get eliminated? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that is like, true. Here's a chicken roast with like Alfredo sauce. I'm like, okay, um, here's, here's like my vegan substitution. They're like, no, <laughs> like this is not the recipe. <laughs> They should actually, what the hell? That's actually really interesting. You should, there should be something out there like that. That there would, should be. Whoa. I know. I should start it. I just uh, yeah. know how. <laughs> I don't know how either, but I feel like. Like there should be like way. a vegan master chef. Yeah, like, that'd be so like, cool. That'd be so cool. I, I should like start that just you so should. I can taste all the food. Yeah. <laughs> Because you know that there's vegan, other vegan chefs out there. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like it's becoming more and more popular. So for sure, that would be really interesting. Great idea. Huh. I think so too. I know. You should write that one down. That's a, yeah, that's so, and then maybe more people will see that. You know what I mean? Like that's just another way to, because I feel like another thing is like people just don't know what to cook. You know R what I mean? Right. Maybe what they have. Yeah. Yeah. And so- yeah, I mean, I just get ideas from like I'll, I'll even get ideas from like these cooking shows that have meat. Okay. I'll be like, how can I veganize that? You yeah. know what I mean? Uh huh. Like, how could I make this? How could I make this for my clients? For you sure. Know? That's kind yeah. of where in some inspiration comes from. But also, like, there's so many things on like TikTok for oh, recipes yeah. and stuff. Like, you can learn a recipe like really fast. Mm hmm. Pinterest. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. That's Everything. where I get a lot of my recipes. But TikTok, yeah, it's pretty fire with a lot of food too. Yeah, it is. I'm like, I'm going to spend 10 hours on here. <laughs> oh my God. I know. So when you do your the chef stuff, are you going into people's houses? Are you doing like pre-made meals for people? What does that look like? So in a non-COVID world, I would go to their house. Okay. And I would like cook while they're at work or something. And you know, clean up and like do everything there, but I'm doing it at my house now and okay. delivering it. So people can choose like different plans, like how many mm -hmm. meals they want. Um, like for example, one client does like five meals a week. That's so sweet. I choose meals that I know are going to last mm -hmm. five days or longer. Yeah. So they're not going to taste, you know, bad on the fifth day. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, I forget what you do, what you asked me, but, um, what did you ask me? <laughs> I don't remember now either. Okay. Yeah. So well, whatever. Um, so yeah, pre-made meals is what you asked. Okay. Asked yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I cook it the day before or the day of mm -hmm. and then deliver it. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's when fun. That's I bet that sounds really fun. When did I that just start? started that a few months ago? Okay. Because we had an IG live call and mm -hmm. I was like, I just started this thing. Um, 
and it's working. So I'm not, you know, I'm not complaining. For sure. I'm happy about it. Cause it's like, I feel like for once, like something I'm passionate about is flowing, Yeah, you know, cause I was teaching yoga for about two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of like a rat race. I was always traveling, like, like going to five studios a day to make like ends meet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just trying to teach like 20 classes a week to like make money and you know by the end of it like by the time COVID came around I was so done Mm -hmm. mentally like I felt less connected to the practice and that didn't feel genuine like I was almost grateful that the studios closed because Mm -hmm. I was like calling out of my classes and like getting substitutes because I just didn't feel good doing it yeah like I needed a break you know sure I, I would love to teach again in the future for fun not for money Mm -hmm. because i really do love the practice but i just you know the places i was teaching like gyms and stuff it just was feeling a bit off like i can't really explain it it just didn't feel right yeah for sure no that it makes sense so then you COVID happened and then is that what made you start you're like okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna go for it and just start um yeah, okay. exactly. I was like, my boyfriend has helped me brainstorm a lot. So he's, he's been the one who's heard like hours of me being like, what do I do now? Like, how do I do this? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Just like, just say that you're doing this thing. Just like tell people that you do it and like see what happens. Yeah. So I did. And then I got clients and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> do I know what I'm doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's just like a little bit of imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do know what I'm doing. I've been cooking for years. Yeah. I've been cooking this for years. So yeah, it started and it's, it's still in the beginning, you know, it feels so recent. Yeah. I have big plans for it. I was going to say, what do you have? What's your, like, what's the big goal for you for it? A big, a big goal would be to like, be completely like completely comfortable in life like just from doing like private cooking events and like personal chefing but i want to be able to travel yeah and cook Mm -hmm. and i want to be able to like i really want my own youtube channel like a cooking a cooking show yes Um, but that'll be in the works because i'm moving into my own place so i'll be able to like do that yeah you know you kind of need your own spot oh definitely um but that's a goal of mine. I want that. And I, I just want to share like recipes with people. Like you're saying, you're like, I don't know how I would eat. Like, I don't know what I would cook, you know? And right. obviously like, like you were saying earlier, you look in your circle and you're like, everyone's already doing this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's like so many vegan chefs, but like, I don't care. Like we're all yeah. different, you know? Heck yeah. So that's a goal. Um, God, I have so many. I don't even know. <laughs> That's cool though. I, that's amazing. So do you ever want, so you said private events, do you ever want to be like a chef for like a family and you're just there like every day cooking for them? Honestly, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, because I want my own freedom. Yeah. I feel that. That, that, that kind of feels like they're in charge of what I get to like, right. Things. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that would be great. Um, like financially, I'm sure that would be great, but I would rather like, 
I kind of just want to make it from the ground up mm-hmm. and be able to do whatever I want. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's a lot of work, as you know, because you have your own you have your own business. Like yeah. you're always thinking about it. I'm like always, always. planning things. I'm yep. like, oh my God. It's so fun though that you like can't stop. Yeah, absolutely. Like I know. And then I have to realize like, cause I want to have a million things at my plate on all the time. And if I oh, yeah. don't, I feel like I'm not doing anything, mm-hmm. but I think I've realized I'm like, okay, I can't have all my eggs in a 10 million baskets. Cause then I'm just going to run myself just totally so drained. And then I will lose, you know, sometimes I'm like, I'm doing too much. Then I'm just like, I don't want to do any of it. So I've mm-hmm. learned to like, only do the things that, you know, taking, you know, only a few things at a time rather than. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's something I'm trying to learn. Cause I used to be able to chill. Like, I don't know. I used to be able to like lay on the couch for like hours. Like, I don't know where that went. It's gone. (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel like if you're not doing anything, you're like missing out and like somebody else might be doing Um, something I, yeah, I different. know what you're saying. I yeah. don't ever feel like a competitive race with others. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like not concerned. Yeah. But I feel like, like sometimes if I'm not doing anything, I feel like, well, I actually do have stuff I need to do. Mm-hmm. So like, why am I not doing it? Like I actually do have things, but right. I can say that for the rest of my life. I you know. know, there's always something. Mm-hmm. Um, And I also feel like when I do relax, I'm like still watching like, a cooking show <laughs> so it's like I don't know it's something I need to work on I used to be better at um like actually stepping away yeah so I, I gotta get back to that which I, I'm trying mm-hmm. yeah it's mindfulness yeah you know? for sure definitely like I need a break I need to like actually like disconnect from this so I can come back and actually like do good in it mm-hmm Yeah, Yeah. for sure. But I do feel you though. Like when you have so much passion, you found your passion, it's working for you. You know, it's new. Like I totally hear you if you want to like, that's all you want to do. You're working all the time. Like sometimes that's just how it is. You know, like I, I, you know, sometimes you're just like, that's just it for a while. When quarantine hit, what? I feel like that's totally okay. Like, oh yeah. (laughs) Somebody's listening. They're like, they're both workaholics. Like they need help. (laughs) Well, maybe, but I feel like we're doing good things. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, we yeah. know that we need to take a break and obviously yeah. we listen to our bodies and we are, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And, but I don't feel like it's bad to have this passion, you know, because a yeah. lot of people aren't doing the things that they want to. So it's great that we can even work and do the things that we love and that we are passionate about, you know what I mean? So yes, I'm so grateful. Yeah. I couldn't imagine a life without a passion. I don't yeah. know what I would do. For sure. I know. Like, Sometimes I, I'm I like, really don't. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like that imposter syndrome comes in. I'm like, maybe I, I should just go back to corporate you know, oh it'd be safer, no, you're doing amazing. easier. You know what I mean? Just sometimes I do think about that. I'm like, I know. Maybe I, I should know. just go back to corporate. You yeah. Know, I think- other life coaches, I don't need to, you know, who needs me? And then I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to be nine to five. What no, am I thinking? That's definitely not what you're meant for. I found, I found you on Instagram, like, I think through a group that Forrest, do you know Forrest? Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Forrest, she created it in oh, Britain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found you, like, I feel like that was like a year ago. Uh-huh. 
I don't know. And I was like, this girl's so cool. <laughs> and I felt like you just had your whole life figured out, <laughs> which obviously no one does, but I feel like I've watched you evolve almost from that point. Like you're doing so much. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're Thank just, you. You're doing great. Thank you. That's you're so welcome. nice. <laughs> I know yeah, somebody like may- I ever want a life coach. I'm going to relationship coach. What do you call yourself? Relationship coach? Uh, anything. I don't know. I don't really like the word coach really. Yeah. A I would human. Just, yeah. A human. Yeah. Human. <laughs> exactly. A human to talk to, I will uh, come to you. Exactly. For yeah. sure. I just, I feel like the coach word, I just, I don't know. I you know some people just don't like it. I'm still trying to find it. the right word. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Like you're like a friend to all beings. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, that's pretty much. I just want to build a community of just people. Yeah, that, just people. Like, mm-hmm. it's so weird that that idea becomes so odd. Yeah. Like, because once you put like coach behind it, it um, people almost get like weirded out. Uh huh. But really, it's just a human who's like trying right. to help you. Exactly. Or they're that's like, like what a coach is. Yeah, and, or they're like you're 26. I mean, most clients are like either my age or younger, but I've mm-hmm. had a few people older than me. And you can tell like, even me sometimes I'm like, am I even allowed to do this? But it's For like, sure. cause I'm only That's- this age. And some people are like, well, how can you give life advice? I've had so many like family members oh, that like, so annoying. You give life advice when you're only 26, you haven't even lived that long. I'm like, no, that's so annoying. Right. I'm like, that's it's not so me. annoying. I'm not even that. giving advice. Like I'm literally no. just listening and you're asking you good questions. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all it. it takes. I mean, that's not all it takes, but you know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hate that kind of talk. It's like so condescending. It is. That happens. That happened to me a lot when I was teaching yoga. But they I was say? like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, this practice has existed for so long. I feel weird. Like, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe that's just like an ego thing. I couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I, I know. know. It is. Yeah. Complicated. I know. <laughs> it's so interesting. But yeah, I've learned that it's like, I don't really care what anybody else thinks. I finally gotten over, like my family finally accepts it. You know what I mean? Yes. They see the good that I'm doing. So they are appreciative of of it they're proud of me you know what I mean that's totally. all I care about now I feel like there's always one in the family who is like different oh yeah like you're probably that one who's like not doing the normal thing they're like is she gonna do okay in life like is she gonna be like without a house like is she okay like you know what I mean until uh, so you like prove to them that like mm-hmm. I'm okay yeah Oh, 100%. I'm totally the yeah. black sheep of the family. Like, For sure. My boyfriend and I talk about it. He's the black sheep of his family, too. Like, he moved away. He's doing personal training, working online. Yeah. You know, I'm from a family who are all cattle farmers. My mom's a teacher. You know, they're all, like, small Midwest. town. Midwest. Midwest. Close-minded a little yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, I'm a tattoo. I'm the only one with oh my tattoos God, yeah. in my entire family. Like For sure. So am I. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. Oh, I love it though. It's like, I've always known in a way that I was kind of, my mom's just always called me a free spirit. Like she's just yep. always known that I've always Old soul. been. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yep. it's hard to tame that. It is. And it's like, you you can't, can't. yeah, I feel like you've tried, you try to, because you feel like that's what you should do almost. And it just, 
Like if anyone's listening and they're a free spirit, like don't waste your time. Just do whatever do you it. want to do. And it will, I, I've, I've always felt like if you're doing something that well, is helping other people and that you love to do and you're working hard, it will work out. A hundred percent. Like that's just what I believe. Yeah. And as long as you believe in yourself, it doesn't matter who yeah. else believes in you. As long as you can believe in yourself and what you do, that's mm-hmm. all that matters. Yeah. I feel like that positive intention behind your actions like does does work. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you're consistent with whatever you're doing, I feel like you will see the results that you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. I know it's crazy because my boyfriend and I talked to my cousin last night Mm -hmm. and he wants to go full-time as a streamer. So obviously way different than from what his dad is, cattle farmer, and what his brother is. As a what? A streamer, like uh, video games. Oh, okay. You can make hella money doing that like on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, you can. Yeah. For sure. So that's what he wants to do. And like for a month, that's what he said. He was like, I'm a full-time streamer. I'm not doing anything else. I'm going to make money. And his wife was like, I support you. (laughs) But something happened and he needed money. And so his dad was like, I'm not going to help you unless you get a job. Like your streaming isn't even a real thing. And obviously like shattered his freaking dreams yeah he he ended up getting a job and we were talking last night and he's like i want to be a full-time streamer eventually and we're like just fucking do it like yeah you know i guess if you have to work on the side to make money do that's fine but as long as you're still working towards what you want to be and what you want to do that's fine you know oh yeah yeah it's crazy oh yeah and there's (laughs) people the older People that are older than us like feel like all of our jobs are fake, <laughs> but it's like, it's so funny because it's not fake. It's mm-hmm. just you know there's so many jobs in the world. Right. It's like when you were like, if you're watching a show and it's like on Discovery Channel and like the person's job, they're like a deep sea scuba di- scuba diver. Your parents are like, that's so cool, like good for them. And they're not like, oh, that's a fake job. Like, right. that person needs to get a real job because they're like validated by like the show. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like until people see that whatever you're doing is actually working, then they're not yeah. going to support you, which kind of sucks. But it also makes you want to like prove them wrong at the same time. Oh yeah, it puts a fire under your butt for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. At least for me and my boyfriend too. Like, yeah, yeah, that's fueled so him too. so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's it takes time. I mean, you're building a business from scratch. Mm-hmm. But it's so, so fun. My, I know. Uh, it's so it is. It's a. I'm like okay, 2021. Like you know, I feel like society because sh- obviously I have a business, and like for some reason I feel like I need to have like this 2021 business plan. But I'm like, it's mm-hmm. my own business. I can do whatever I want to. Isn't I don't that so chill? <laughs> structured business plan. <laughs> I'm going to do whatever the fuck I feel like it. And It'll work out. It. Exactly. Exactly. I think your job is so cool. <laughs> Thank you. I really do. That was yours though. Chef, that's so sick. I love, I love both of our jobs. Yeah, I agree. Your food looks fantastic. Thank you. Y'all need to check Annie out for sure. I wish I could send it. What? Send the food? I wish I could send food to people. I know. I'm trying to figure out a way to do that. Yeah. I don't know how yet. I'm that that's a little bit in the future, but that'd be cool. Mhm. Like a vegan um 
meal plan. Yeah, like thing. have you ever seen like um Green Chef or like yeah. Like I, I want to do that. Yeah. With my business, like make mm-hmm. it a bigger thing. For sure. But for now, it's just me. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> my kitchen. Though. That's so cool. I mean, everyone starts somewhere, right? I think that's so cool. It's amazing. Yeah. At least you did it though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now it's just like, yeah, I got the ball rolling and I'm excited. Yeah. That's what I, where I feel like the hardest part is it's like between wanting to do it and then actually doing it. It's that middle ground. It's like, should I do it? I'm scared. I don't know, but you, Mm -hmm. you did it anyway. And here you are killing it. And now you have a bunch of goals and plans, which is, you know what I mean? It's awesome. For sure. And for once, I feel like it's something that like I'll keep doing. Yeah. Cause I'm like so free spirited, you know? Yeah. But like, it's always been a thing. So like Mm -hmm. I, it's like deeply rooted. Mm-hmm. Like I know that it will stick. Yeah. Which gives me some like more motivation, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And every time I think, cause I want to do retreats. And so every yes. time I'm thinking about retreats, I always think of you. I'm like, I need her to come out and be the chef. So we dude, need to I will, <laughs> I will That'd be awesome. That'd be amazing. It would like, sure. You just like take care of all your people. And then I'm just like in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, by the way, like here's a little snack. And then like everyone's just like, no one has to worry about it. Exactly. Green sure. juices, like mm-hmm. very healthy retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That'd be so fun. Yeah. That's a goal what- of mine too. That's like where the name Your Yogi Chef came from is because mm-hmm. I wanted to combine like the mindfulness practices of yoga, but I also wanted to like be hired by yoga teachers to be, you know, the chef on their retreat, but everything's closed right now. So hopefully like 2021, like some yoga teachers I know have retreats because I want to do that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a few retreats in 2021. I'm just throwing that out there. So we're going to have to talk for sure. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready to go somewhere. Yeah. I need and human I interaction. Like if I met you in person, we'd be mm-hmm. friends. Oh, hundred percent. Like actually friends. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For sure. I know. I feel like the, the retreat would get postponed. People would be like, what are we doing? It's just me and you talking. Yeah. Everyone's listening. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be fun though. They would learn something, right? I know. That's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you being here. Um, Speaking of your yogi chef, do you want to tell people how they can find you on social media? Yep. You can find me on Instagram. Um, I I have a Twitter, but I don't really use it. So you can find me on Instagram at your yogi chef. Amazing. And then you're going to come out with a, Oh, can I share that? Yeah. Yeah, you can. I'm coming out with a podcast and I'm going to release it on the first. Oh, nice. So pretty soon here, I don't know when you're going to release this, but it's called Plants on Plates. Oh, cool. Um, and yeah, it's going to be really fun. I'm excited. That's awesome. That's Thank really you. cool. Yeah, this will come out on Wednesday. So yes, obviously people will be listening to this on Wednesday. But yeah, they can follow you on that. Tune into her new podcast. Annie, do you have anything else you would love to share or have a message for anybody that is listening? Hmm. Um, you know, just think about where your food comes from. (laughs) Eat more vegetables, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you're picking up that food, just make sure you're thinking about that. Yeah. Be intentional in all aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. 
let that intention come into your food, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But I'm really glad I could be on. It's so fun. Absolutely. We could talk for so much longer. <laughs> I know. I know, for real. I know. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you had you learned something about mindfulness. We kind of talked about religion a little bit, intuitive mm-hmm. eating, all that good stuff. So thank you so much. Until next time, everybody, have a good day.